Joe, how do you feel about evolution? Like the show, the movie? Uh, I guess just in general. I mean, pick evolution. Give me your thoughts on it. Whether it be people, uh, uh, the, the movie, which it wasn't a great movie, but if you want to go with it, go for it. But, uh, just, uh, just evolving in general. Oh, in general, I, th- I think it's good. Right? It's good, mostly. It, it has to happen, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a natural yeah. process. Right, and I think uh, I think here, uh, as far as like as this freaking show goes, uh, I, I think I think we're we're moving forward into like an evolution uh, as um as we uh, start uh, looking at a new way of recording our shows. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Right, right. Uh, so uh, those of you who are listening, uh, we're here on this freaking show. I am a uh, travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And uh, over the last. Uh, Six and a half years, we have uh, used uh, well, we use Skype majority of the time. There was another uh, program we used for a short period. Um, I can't remember what the hell it was. There was something uh, you found, but like it recorded each of our voices separately. Zencaster. There we go. We used that for a brief period, uh, and that was fine for a while. Uh, that's when we had uh, uh, editor Derek here to kind of do that for us. Uh, but Derek's no longer here with the podcast. Uh, so it's it's just us and everything. So we went back to Skype because it's easier. But uh, you and I have been talking off uh, off air a lot about how you guys record uh, Geekcast Live and how yes. uh, you guys use Discord. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think uh, eventually, down, I'm not sure you know when, but at some point in the season, I think we're going to make the switch from Skype over to uh, Discord. Exciting. Yeah, so just gotta, just got I just gotta figure out how it works. I don't even know. I created a Freaknet Studios Discord, uh, literally like ten minutes ago before we recorded. Nice. So, um, yeah, we got, we got, we got one member, you. Um, as soon as I figure out what we could use Discord for, we could start inviting more people and everything. I know, uh, I know our friends up in Canada, the, uh, the, uh, world, according to, uh, Fear and MDI, have a, uh, Discord. Uh, oh, my Sophie, a cosplayer who's been on our show, uh, is also, also has a Discord. True. And I'm sure a lot of our people do too. Um, but, uh, I think, yeah, I think we're going to move forward. We're going to evolve our show into, uh, a new, uh, editing, or not editing, but new recording, uh, kind of thing and shit. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm about it. I like it. Right. Plus, fuck Skype. Oh, Right. But uh, we're not here to talk about all that. I just wanted to mention it. Something to open the show with. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some DC stuff. Obviously, the new release of the new uh, Batman movie with Robert Pattinson came out, uh, what, last Friday? Was it last Friday? I don't even know. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I think it did. I don't know. I wasn't going to watch it. I mean, it's fucking... For some reason, I thought it was coming out this Friday. It's Edward the... It's Edward the Vampire fucking playing Batman. Yeah. So you also gotta keep in mind, Joe, that we do these shows uh, a week uh, a week ahead of time. So no, that's true. I did forget about that. <laughs> Gets confusing after a while, right? It does. Uh, but it does come out on March second. So uh, when this show gets released, it's already out. Oh. Because we are recording this on March first, first day yeah. of uh, Women's History Month. If you will, oh, yeah. uh, amongst a bunch of different other uh, celebrations of the month that we went over on the last episode. Um, so, uh, me and Joe are going to talk about some of the uh, actors who have played both in Marvel and DC 
Cartoon Joe's going to give his opinion on which, uh, which character was the best that the actor portrayed between the two. Uh, and then we're also going to uh, recast all the actors who have portrayed Batman at one point or another from Adam West all the way down to Robert Pattinson. And we're going to recast them as uh, Marvel characters. Excellent. Right? It's nice to give the people a heads up on the idea of what we're going to do with this show. Um, that way, if they want to be dicks and uh, pass on this episode, well, then go ahead. Go play in traffic, whatever. Yeah. Right? Or it's a long walk off a short pier. Right? Long walk walk off a short pier. Go lay face down in a puddle. Whatever you want to do if you don't want to listen to this show. It's on you. I would choose to listen. Yeah, same. Yeah, because if I, if I find out that somebody turned this show off and did some other stupid shit, if I found out about it, I would talk about it on the next episode. It's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Never going to be a good guy. I don't want people to think I am. <laughs> but uh, we're going to do all that. Um, we're going to talk about bringing stuff freaking back. Uh, new segment here on the show. Uh, I also want to run past an idea I have with you. I think is a money maker, and I'm worried about doing it on the air because somebody might steal it. But you know oh. what? I think if I record it and it's said and somebody does end up doing it, I think I might be in uh, the rights to sue them for stealing an idea, right? Yeah, I think so. But I, I, hopes, hopes that I could, anyways. Like I said, not a not a good guy. Now, Travis is a, a very bad man. <laughs> if you listen to JFW, you would know that. After I spent all this time bad mouthing uh, and being mean to a fellow uh, wrestling podcaster uh, over like the past like three months, it's amazing. Mm, you turn heel? Ah, uh, you know what? Uh, it's hard to say because uh, to some people I could be a heel. To some people I could be the guy who's just speaking the truth. Oh, all right. All right. So, so it's, it's really up to your interpretation. I could quickly give you a synopsis of what has been happening, and you could tell me if I'm being a heel or not. I don't know that I know enough about what that well, means. Let me, well, well you, know, he, you know he was a bad guy. Yes, true. So I will tell you a brief synopsis of what has happened, and then you could tell me if that's kind of heelish or not. All right. Cool. Okay. So uh, I work a lot with a wrestling company known as Southland Championship Wrestling. Uh, it's here in Illinois. It's actually down in Kankakee County. Uh, and over the years, I've done a lot of uh, interviews. i talked about them several times. Uh, there's been talks with me doing commentary, being involved in the shows. Uh, I'm a current general manager of uh, one of their uh, their school shows and stuff that they do. A lot of stuff. All of a sudden, this new guy comes in called Steve. And uh, he starts doing commentary. And he starts doing announcing. And he started interviewing fucking wrestlers. Stuff that I was lined up to do. Yeah, that's your job. So, being the good man I am, I decided to talk shit about him on my show. Like, who is this guy to come take my fucking job? Why is they, why is SCW giving this guy all the opportunities I was entitled to? Right. Yada, yada, yada. So then he finds out about it. He starts talking to me on the show like, I didn't even know this guy was talking bad about me. I don't know what the big deal is. So I decided on the season premiere of the new season of JFW, I was going to uh, portray him, as you will, on a uh, spoof of uh, his show on my show. I dressed up in a shirt and tie and wore sunglasses because that's what that idiot does on his show. And I <laughs> I just talked like him, like with his weird words like tomfoolery and uh, and uh, uh, kerfunkle or whatever, some stupid words that you haven't probably heard since like the 30s, goofy right. shit. So there's been a lot of back and forth. 
And then uh, I had a couple people on my show uh, doing some interviews, talking about some current events in, their, in the business. And one particular interview I had, uh, I had the guy on because there was some there was a there was a, a situation at a recent show that uh, he got blamed for something that wasn't his fault. And Steve, one of the the hosts of the other wrestling show, uh, blamed him for it, and you know said he screwed up, even though it came out that he didn't screw up. Steve did apologize. Make that clear, he did apologize. But the problem was that this particular guy wanted some time to tell his side of the story, to get his story out there. Now, Steve could have easily had him on his show, but he didn't. So, out of the goodness of my heart, I had him on my show. Yeah. He told his story. You know, we talked about how, you know, Steve could have done it, but Steve didn't do it. So, then Steve went ahead and had him on his next episode. And the entire <laughs> time he did, all he kept doing was calling my show Podbean. Instead of saying JFW, he just kept saying Podbean. Like he thought it was funny. But it wasn't. Well, so, yeah. So what I did is I took his hour-long segment, because the show was about an hour and 45 minutes, but the last 45 minutes didn't mean anything to me. It was that first hour where he, uh, he tore down everything I did in my, in my so-and-so career in the wrestling business. From, from my training back in the day, from my relationship with Elite Pro Wrestling, to my podcasting currently, to what I do. He tore all that apart in the, in the first hour. So what I did is I took that hour and I played it over three episodes of JFW and I answered and responded to everything he said that was incorrect. Dang. Yeah. So I tell you, am I a heel? No, I don't think so. No, absolutely not. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Thank like you it. very much. <sighs> It's a wonderful world, the wrestling business is, Joe. I believe that. Sounds stressful, right. though. Oh, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Because the thing is, like, the guy will say what he wants, like, but it doesn't It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. I don't care what people say about me. It's fine. People say whatever they want about me. He was he made some mar- uh, some uh, remark or comment on his uh, episode, you know, because I, I talk about how like, I trained for, like, nine months, you know, 12 years ago, whatever the fuck it was. And I couldn't commit to it. That work got in the way. I had to stop doing it. So he's like, he's like, oh, well, you know, apparently if, you know, you, you trained six to nine months in wrestling, you know, like a decade ago, it makes you somebody. And I never once claimed to be anybody, you know, because I trained a decade ago for like nine months. But right. he, he wanted to do it. He said it. And then there was one point where we were talking about Elite Pro, and he uh, he was – he was he was making a comment about uh, my guest about you know him being soft or something because he wanted to speak his mind and stuff. And he's like Jesus, everyone from Elite Pro soft. So he called everyone from Elite Pro soft. But I told him like, okay, well your co-host on your show was an Elite Pro guy. Your two guests that you're gonna have on next week are Elite Pro guys, and the guy you had on the following week is going to be an Elite Pro guy. So you're gonna ask those Elite Pro people if they're soft, and then he came out and apologized for it, saying. You know, I said it in jest, you know, sure. which is stupid. Just say you're trying to make a joke and it didn't fucking land, you know? Yeah. So he had to apologize again. So the problem with the guy is he says a bunch of stupid shit ahead of time and then has to retract and apologize for it. Yep. Now, the difference between that guy and me is I will say stupid shit all the time, but I won't apologize for it. <laughs> I don't know. But to contradict myself, there is something I do got to apologize for. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. 
So, last week's episode, we were talking about CarverComics.com, and I'm going to get into our plug for our amazing sponsor, CarverComics, here in a minute. But there's something that came to my attention last week that I need to correct and apologize for. When I kept saying that they made an error on their website where they they uh, made a, a title called Star Wars in reference to a Marvel comic. Right. Um, it's not Star Wars. It was Stark Wars. S-T-A-R. K Wars. Uh, the comic was about uh, Iron Man, obviously. So, quick apology. I am sorry that uh, I told I said Carter Comics made an error. Uh, it was not. It was my uh, goof up from not reading it clearly. So, um, so to Carter Comics, I do apologize. But uh, the check cleared. So, ah, well. Okay. <laughs> Now, um, no, I, I, I talked to Doug over there, and I was like, hey, man, I think you got a typo on your website. He's like, where? And I sent him the picture up, and he's like, where's the typo? I'm like, it says Star Wars. He's like, it says Stark. I'm like, oh, there is a K. <laughs> so, I'm, so I make mistakes, too. But, no, it's a mistake. No, it's a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lovable, so it's okay to do so. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So this episode of this free show is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It is the uh, best shop to go to to get all your comic needs, anything from graded to raw. So if you're looking to build a comic uh, collection, to continue on a comic collection, or even if you're looking for that one final book to complete a comic collection, check out Carter Comics today. Go to cartercomics.com, sign up for them. You can buy any comic on their website right now through the uh, the uh, marketplace on their website. Or if you like, you go on to any four of their eBay accounts, which are all listed on the main page of CarterComics.com. But if you go ahead and buy from their website today, use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, at checkout, you'll save 10% on your entire order of CarterComics.com. Now, here's the cool thing about Carter Comics. And, yeah, maybe I should kind of check this out before uh, I say this, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like 90% correct. One thing I can tell about most promo codes is if you go out and use a promo code at any place, nine times out of ten, you use that promo code once, you can no longer use it again. Right. Carter Comics isn't like that. You can use our promo code on every order that you make. Nice. That's where you say, oh, my God, that's awesome. It is awesome. Right? Well, say it, Joe. Oh, my God, it's awesome. Thing, right? That's what I'm saying. How amazing is that? Carter Comics wants to give you guys the deal of a lifetime by knocking off 10% of their of their purchase price because they want people to have a great experience in their marketplace. They want you guys to sit there and venture through all their comics, everything from 9.6s, 9.8s, all the way down to the raw comics. They're available right now at cartercomics.com. Fill up your cart. Use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself 10% on your entire order. And speaking of cartercomics.com, we do have a comic of the week here for you. It is Avengers number 102. It's a 6.0 Grim Reaper Sentinels. Uh, from out of the sun, they strike again. The Sinister Sentinels plus the Grim Reaper. Oh, plus the right. Grim Reaper. Yeah, so uh it's a pretty it's a pretty cool cover. Uh the comic book includes uh Vision, uh Scarlet Witch, uh Hawkeye, Thor, Iron Man, Quicksilver, Captain America, um also the Green Reaper. So uh absolutely amazing comic. It is available like I said right now at cartercomics.com. 
Make sure to check it out. Uh, it is graded for a 6.0. Uh, but it's an amazing comic. Do check it out. Check out all their amazing comics at cartercomic.com or go to the main page, scroll to the bottom, find the four links to their other, uh, eBay accounts, click on it, bid away, make sure you get your collection started. If you cannot find a comic you're looking for, contact Card Comics directly through their website. Ask them, hey, I'm looking for this comic. Do you have it? They will check their inventory. And if they do, they'll let you know and it'll work out a deal for the comic. It's amazing. It's a family-owned business. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, I love working with them. This freaking show loves working with them. JFW loves working with them. Freaknet Studios loves working with them because they are great people and they're giving us an opportunity to grow our show as well as us trying to do everything we can to grow them as we move forward. So again, cartercomics.com Sign up today, buy your comics, promo code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, 10% your entire order. Do it today. Nice. Right? It's a, I mean, I just get excited every time I talk about CarterComics.com. I can't I will say, though, you. right? And I haven't said Carter Comic Club in quite a while. That's true. Right? Gotta get it to catch on. <laughs> Speaking of things that should catch on, uh... Our listeners should head over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and uh, sign up for a free 30-day trial of Audible. Yes. Audible should catch on with our listeners. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Hell yeah. And uh, if they do that, they're going to get a free credit toward their first audiobook, audiobook purchase, which means basically you can get anything on the whole site. They got uh podcasts now they've got original stories they've got all kinds of things they didn't have way back when i signed up for audible a million years ago mm-hmm. it's a fantastic website great product head there right now audibletrial.com slash freaknet sign up free 30-day trial free credit towards your first audiobook purchase do it right. it's, it's the time to do it you know uh the freaking book club is uh coming soon Yep. We might, maybe we'll pull some books off of uh, the Audible. And what better way to uh, join a new book club by getting the book for free? Exactly. Win, win, Joe. Joe, as we move forward through this season, we're going to continue on with our new segment, Bring It Freaking Back, where we talk about canceled things, uh, discontinued foods, uh, canceled shows. That we are longing to have be brought back. Um, I think it's your turn to go first. I think it is. So, I uh, I have been changing my mind back and forth today as I've been trying to figure out what I want brought back. And I I think something you just said tipped me over to exactly what it is I want. Is it CarterComics.com? No. Is Should've it been. is it uh, the jag off from the other wrestling podcast? <laughs> no, no, he should. Sounds like he should play in traffic. He should. He should play in traffic. Hell um, yes, he should. Uh, no, neither of those things. Uh, you mentioned uh, TV shows, and you mentioned an event. I don't know what the event was that you mentioned, but there was a TV show that was on after Lost that was trying to capture that. Uh, mystery demographic, the, okay. the people who were tuning in for something intriguing every week. And it was actually called The Event. And I was, I, it's a show I was so pumped for. And uh, I'll admit, the first few episodes, not that great. 
But I really wanted it to do well. I really wanted it to have a chance. And it never really seemed like it got off the ground. Like uh, the first couple of episodes didn't do that well critically or with um, uh, like not a lot of people tuned in. And so it was a show that was canceled pretty quickly. And so I really, really wish that there would be an opportunity for it to come back, maybe get a full reboot and uh, really get a, 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 a good shot. At, uh, at being the new mystery show on TV. So that's okay. what I'm going for, the event. Is this uh, this one, if I just read this real quick, Sean Walker stumbles into a national conspiracy after his girlfriend Layla mysteriously disappears from a Caribbean cruise? That one? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Although it might be. It was <laughs> a long time think- ago. Let me, uh, let me gander here. Uh, was this in like 2011 on NBC? Yeah, it was. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, Sean Walker. One, yeah. one, oh, yeah, season, that's it. That's it. one season, 22 episodes? Yep, 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 yep. <coughs> well, You're right. So, so why, do you, uh, why do you think that they uh, that, uh, didn't uh, catch on? Uh, Just the wrong I time? Part of it, yeah, I think wrong time. Uh, the timing was bad. Um, I think people were trying to capitalize on, um, on Lost and sort of the – Will it, you know, what, what's going on in the background of this? What's the, uh, what's the overarching mystery kind of thing? Okay. And I think they, uh, they just didn't devote the resources they should have in the first place. They, they devoted more things to, um, advertisement than to the actual script writing and directing and acting. Gotcha. Is what I think happened. And, uh, I, I think there's, there was a good show in there somewhere and it just never mm-hmm. really got the chance. It, it, it was a little muddled. They were trying to okay. do too many things at once. It felt like, and I don't know. Now, if they were to bring it back, uh, remake, uh, pick up where it got left off, same characters. Uh, what, is there anything you'd want to change about it, or what are we looking at? Personally, I th- I think a full remake. Um, take the lessons they learned in the first one, uh, first mm-hmm. try, and and polish some stuff up. Maybe. Uh, uh, just launch it right on Sci-Fi instead of uh, um, MS or MSNBC, just regular NBC. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, put it put it somewhere where people are going to watch it, um, and I, I maybe get a, a couple of more. I don't I don't think there was a single big name actor in it when it first aired. Okay. Uh, so maybe maybe get somebody show show that you actually have some support behind the film or by the behind the show by by getting somebody. Uh, famous in in at least part of the cast. Yeah, because well, one of the cool things, yeah, because one cool thing, obviously, this was like 2010, 2011. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, since that time, there's been so many huge like TV shows that have recently come to an end, like Big Bang Theory. Uh, so any actor from there could really kick off a new uh, TV show. Um, I'm partial to Psych, so I think James Roday, uh, Dulé, either one of them, I think would be great uh, in a new TV show and stuff like that. Um, Absolutely. I mean, there's there's so many options out there nowadays to get big name characters involved in like uh, a remake or something like that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of the actors from Lost, I don't think they've done much since Lost, <laughs> for that matter. Well, maybe they'll do an episode of that one day. Yeah. Maybe not lost. So, maybe a different, maybe a different show. Something. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine with me. Right. Anyway, it'll be, what, uh, it'll be in the same list uh, along with that uh, one actor from uh, Peacemaker. We got that. Oh yeah, Robert, uh, 
Patrick? Robert Patrick? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely happening, guys. Don't worry. It's coming. You just <laughs> it's coming. It's on it's on it's on it's on the list. Yeah. Um yeah, you know what? Uh, actually so I told you earlier before we were recording that I was going back and I'm creating an Excel sheet of what we've already mentioned. Uh so we don't double up and stuff like that. You know, give give everyone a hundred different things between fifty episodes between the two of us. Because, um, obviously, once we get to, like, November, December, everything we see in January, February are going to be duplicated. Right. Um, and we want to prevent that. So that's why I'm putting this. And, actually, it was episode two of yours that actually inspired me for mine this week. All right. Because on episode two, you talked about Coca-Cola Vault. I did. Um, well, there's a Coke product that I loved that uh, has been gone for uh, 15 years now. That I would love to come back, and that's Coca-Cola Lime. Oh, yeah, right, right. I forgot all about it until uh, there was this. Uh, um, you, you you've seen the show Bones? Yeah, uh, yeah, not regularly, but I've, I've seen an episode yeah. here and there. So, um, it's pretty good. Yeah, so they had a therapist on there. Um, he's the guy from like Waiting and shit like that. Um, I think they call him Squints. I can't remember. Anyways, no matter. His favorite song was that song like you put the lime in the coconut. Yeah. And uh, so it's a catchy fucking song. And I remember like, you know what? I remember that being like some kind of commercial and shit. And I was like, I think it was for like a uh, fucking pop, a soda product. And I remember like it was fucking Coca-Cola lime. Mm. Uh, and I went to the gas station and shit. I had to pick up smokes. Uh, Travis, he's a smoker. Not going to quit. Don't judge me. I will quit one day, but not now. <clears throat> I was like, you know, I really want a fucking soda. And I'm looking, you know, they got Coke Cherry, they got Coke Vanilla, they got Coke Orange, but Coke Lime isn't a thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I didn't realize that it canceled it in, like, 2007. Now, um, looking up the information on it and everything, it is available today, except the problem is, is that it's only available in Romania or uh, Estonia or Lithuania and even Russia Latvia and Canada and Austri- Austria, but not here in, uh, in the uh, United States. <laughs> what, so, a, what a what a what uh, uh, a what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, an auspicious lineup. Canada has joined, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. There's this. Um, and you know, unfortunately, like uh, kind of like the vodka's here in the United States. Uh, if it's sold in Russia, we probably will never see it here again. That's probably true. So, uh, thanks, Russia, for uh, preventing me from getting my fucking Coca-Cola lime. Now, they yeah. did say uh, in some of those, uh, I know I've seen them in uh, Firehouse Subs, that they have, like, those Coca-Cola freestyle machines where you kind of, like, mix and match drinks and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Wendy's so, doesn't, too. Yes, so you could you could create uh, Coca-Cola lime in that machine. Um, but the fact that I can't stop at a gas station and grab, like, a bottle of it or, you know, some of that, that does, you know, it sucks. Yeah. So the concept is still able to be out there. I mean, I guess I could really go out and buy my own lime juice and Coke and make my own, but the nostalgia still won't be there. Right. So so my choice for this week is Coca-Cola Lime. Uh, I would love for it to come back. If they did it as, like, a spring thing or something like that, I think yeah, that maybe seasonal, like Mountain Dew Pitch Black or whatever. Yes, exactly. You know, why why not why not bring bring back some happiness and shit? I, I assume I'm not the only one that fucking missed Coca Cola Lime. Yeah, I've never tried it, but if they brought it back, I would. 
You ever tried cocaine? Nope. Oh, poor you. Yeah. Throw fucking, throw fucking ketchup on eggs and fucking jelly and fucking, you know, calamari, but God forbid you drink a fucking Coke Lime. Yeah. Well, I, I'm from a Pepsi family. Mm. I'm okay with that. I'm a Pepsi guy. I'm, yes, I, I, I'm on board, I'm on board with Pepsi, but Pepsi didn't make a Pepsi Lime. Wait, did they? I actually don't know. Now you gotta look it up. Because anyway, I mostly just drink Mountain Dew. This part is Pepsi products go. Uh, you have to wear the Pepsi Lime. How about that? Weird. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Pepsi Lime is a thing right now. Huh. Right now? Pepsi, yeah. It was, a, it was available from 2005 to 2007, and now 2019 to present. It's also available in the Philippines and Canada. Interesting. It's a weird world we live in. It is. I might have to go try so, it. So, Coke? Coke is really falling behind, man. All right. Yeah. We're going to talk, talk about some characters. We're going to talk about some Marvel and some shit like that. But before we do, I also have to thank uh, BallWash.com for being a sponsor of the show. They've been uh, around for a couple of years now, and we just couldn't be happier to be uh, to be associated with a product that keeps my genitalia sparkling fresh and ready for the day. Excellent. Right. Guys, go to BallWash.com and check out all their amazing products, everything from shampoos, conditioners, to body washes. Uh, I just used some uh, ball wash, body wash, uh, shampoo, and conditioners today as I bathed. It was absolutely amazing. Um, I've never been a big conditioner guy because uh, I don't need my hair to be uh, silky smooth because it just happens naturally anyways. But you know what? It does something different for me. It gives me it gives me a, a great, great tingling kind of feeling. And not in a bad tingle way, a good tingle way. Yeah. Yeah, like, a, nice. like, like, good, like good herpes. <laughs> That will be a thing this entire season. Just going, I love just it. going to bring, just going to bring back the herpes, just like herpes, just going to pop just up like herpes, from time to time. Back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There just has to be a flare-up in occasions. There's no cure. No, not one bit. Guys, from head to toe, from hole to pole, nothing will get your wiener cleaner like BallWash.com. And yes, I know we said those words before. When it comes to your sack, you got your back. I will find something new. I just don't know what it is yet. I catch a new, uh, a new catchphrase, if you will, something that really. Is that why they call it catchphrases? Because it's catchy? I think so. Wow. I've never Thanks. thought about it before, but it sounds right. It makes sense. Wow. Look at look at look what Ball Wash is doing. Helping me think. Mm-hmm. Guys, make sure you check out their amazing shampoos, conditioners, body washes. But even beyond that, they have their own line of boxers, their own trimming equipment, uh, personal lubricants, uh Body wipes, uh, body scrubbers, um, ball guard, which is still my number one favorite product. It goes on a lotion, dries as a powder, and it helps with chafing. As the weather gets warmer, you're going to get sweatier, and you're going to start fucking uh, swamp-assing it all over the place. And you're going to want to take care of that. And ball guard's going to help you out with that shit. Trust me. I know those, guys, those people out there who don't have the thigh gap. This will help you out. I promise you. Go to ballwash.com. Fill up your cart with all their amazing products. Use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 15% on your entire order of ball wash. Do it today. Won't be disappointed. Fantastic. Right. right. A lot of good sponsors. And I know I've mm-hmm. said that before. You know, I, I mean sure. it when I says it, and I says it when I mean it. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. All right, Joe. Uh, I told you before uh, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about uh, recasting uh, Batman characters uh, actors, and we're going to do an either or uh, as far as uh, um, Marvel to DC. So, which one would you like to do first? Uh, let's do the uh, either or first. Okay, cool. Um, you know, and just for the hell of it, since this is a special day uh, for today. Uh, since there is the opportunity, uh, the mask mandates in Illinois, uh, completely changed today. It's true. Uh, it's, uh, it's opening up to the public and, and uh, certain, uh, certain, uh, events and stuff, uh, maskless and all this other stuff. And maybe we'll talk more about the restrictions if there is any more on the next episode. But it was lifted today. So, uh, just for the sake of it, we'll turn this into a My Corona, uh, right, game, sure. if you will. So, uh, I'm gonna give you an actor. Who has played in both Marvel and DC? I'll give you both characters. Uh, the one you like the most will be your Corona Extra. The one you like the least will be your Corona Light. All right. Yep. Cool. Okay. So, uh, like I told Joe, there's actually 50 different actors who have played in both Marvel and DC. We're not going to do all of them because it'll just take way too long. I'm just going to kind of flip through it. I'll, I'll pick the top ones, the more well-known ones. Um, shit, maybe I'll even pick ones that maybe have been a quick surprise that you didn't know. Like yeah. I said. Uh, Joe's gonna Corona Extra the best ones and Corona like the other ones. So the first one obviously has to be a favorite of everyone's and that's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Ryan Reynolds has been not only Wade Wilson and Deadpool in the X-Men Origins Wolverine, also the Deadpool, uh, uh, two movies. Uh, but he was also Hannibal King in the movie Blade Trinity. Um, that's Marvel. What's and DC. Really? He was, yeah, Hannibal King in Blade Trinity. Huh. Yeah. Um, he was also Hal Jordan slash Green Lantern and DC's Green Lantern. That's so Joe, what I was expecting. The, yep, so Joe, give me the, uh, give me the, uh, give me the Corona Extra. Is it is it Deadpool and uh, Hannibal King of Marvel or is it Green Lantern of DC? Oh, well, even even without Hannibal King, it would be Deadpool because he's excellent in that role. Um. And uh, although he was not, I, I will say, I do not think he was terrible in Green Lantern. I don't um, know. Well, I don't know why people say it sucks so much. I didn't mind the movie. Yeah, I, I think uh, my only real problem with it is the uh, CG. There's, there's just like there's too much. It's not that there's too much CGI because that's what everything is these days. But it yeah. just wasn't where it needed to be for that movie. Cool, I guess. But uh, but yeah, I, I still think he he knocked it out of the park with Deadpool in a way that he really hasn't in any other role, even though he's a tremendous actor who mm-hmm. pretty much always knocks it out of the park. One hundred percent. That that new movie that everyone keeps guy? talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I watch this. Yet. I heard really good things. Yeah. Well, I uh, I got a I got a night shift tomorrow to do, so I'm not going to bed till like three or four in the morning. So I may watch that tonight because I hear a lot of great things about it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two, we got Ben Affleck, Matt Murdock slash Daredevil in the movie Daredevil, or Bruce Wayne slash Batman in DC's Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, and Justice League. Well, I got to say, uh, I enjoyed those Daredevil movies because uh, I was the demographic when they came out. <laughs> but I actually liked him better as, as Batfleck. So, yeah, I didn't uh, think he did a bad job. No, I thought he was really good as Batman. So I've got a yeah. Corona Extra, his uh, 
as a uh, Batman as Bruce Wayne and okay. uh, Corona Light is his daredevil. Yeah, I'm going to do some real quick just for the hell of it. Just because I'm a huge fan of Excel spreadsheets. I don't think a lot of people really appreciate it as much as they should. Oh yeah. Excel's great. Um, we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to, obviously we're doing DC versus Marvel. Um, and, uh, we're going to find out who wins. All right. All right. Who, who gets more picks? Number three, Michael Keaton. Uh, we got, uh, Vulture of Spider-Man Homecoming and Marvel. Or we got, uh, Batman of Batman and Batman Returns for DC. Oh man, that is legitimately difficult. Right, he did so great in both. He really did. Um, gosh, at the end of the day, uh, I think I got to give it to um, his Batman role. Batman role? I, 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 he's he is consistently near the top of my list of Batman. Um, I think he's number three for me right now. Um. Yeah, yeah, I think he's number three. So uh, I got to give it to him for for Batman, even though in, he was fantastic as the Vulture, and um, yeah. especially in a movie called Home. You know, the whole idea is Spider Man's coming back to the MCU, and yeah. um, and we've included this iconic actor as the villain. Uh, yep. I love it, but I still got to I still got to give it to uh, his Batman. No, it makes sense. I mean, like uh, obviously. Um, Keaton is on the top of everyone, most people's list of Batman's, uh, large amount of people, he's the number one. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, as Vulture, I mean, I think he did great with the character. I love the post credit scene where he didn't mention who Batman really, or uh, I'm sorry, who Spider-Man really was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really gives more depth to his character and stuff. And I haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet. Uh, I was actually hoping... Uh, to watch it when it came on Disney Plus, I thought it was going to be like by now. I, I heard March first, but I now too. now here it won't that's be until like yeah. But apparently that's not the case. Apparently it's not going to be on there for like another month or so. Yeah, it's coming to Stars first, apparently. Yeah, I, so I don't get it. I'm not happy about it. I may actually have to go to the uh, theater now to watch it because I'm, I'm tired of waiting. But I don't think Vulture made an appearance in that one. Um, but it keeps the door open because it, he didn't die. I mean, he's arrested. So it leaves right. the door open for anything in the future. So, uh, okay. So number four, uh, Michael Fassbender, uh, Marvel, Magneto, uh, X-Men first class, X-Men days of future past, X-Men apocalypse, or he was Burke in, uh, DC's John Hex. <laughs> I have never seen Jonah Hex. Uh, so for me, I'm gonna just have to give it to Magneto. Gotcha. Yeah, a lot of these two are like you know, they're gonna be main characters in one and uh, like a supporting character in another too. So they may it may be an easy uh, Corona extra on some of these. But right. Michael Fassbender, well known actor, obviously a big uh, a key uh, character. I would love to see him show up in the new Doctor Strange movie. I mean, uh, with all the rumors of uh, Professor Professor Xavier showing up, why not have Fassbender be there too? Absolutely. Kelly. Uh, Josh Brolin. Again, Jonah Hex, uh, DC or Marvel, either as Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, or as Cable in Deadpool 2. Wait, who was he in DC? Here he was Jonah Hex in the movie Jonah Hex. Oh, gotcha. 
Oh, which Jonah Hex, great fucking movie. And not because it's just Cowboys, but mostly because of Cowboys. Yeah, I believe it. You oh, seen yeah, the movie Jonah No, I've never seen it. Yeah, you know who the villain is, right? No. Come on, no. If you have it right in front of you, you know who the villain is. <laughs> I only say that because I can't remember the guy's fucking name. But he's very popular. <laughs> uh, John Malkovich. Oh, dang. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Also great as Cyrus the Virus and uh, Con Air. True. Absolutely true. Uh, you know, Bro- I mean, Brolin is, is great in everything, I got to say. But mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> come on. He is he is the main villain of Phase 3 of, of Marvel. I mean, he was the you – know, of the MCU, I should say. And I also thought mm-hmm. he was as, – as Cable, he was maybe in the best role – like. That, that's a role that was made for him in the same way that uh, Deadpool was made for Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So I, I got to give him to Marvel. Yeah. So did you like him better as Thanos or better as Cable? I liked him better as Cable. Gotcha. Uh, this one you might know because I didn't. Uh, so you have Angela Bassett. She played uh, – she played um, – oh, God, what was Black Panther's name? Well, I can't remember his fucking name. Anyways. Do you mean Chadwick Bo- Boseman? Well, no, or not the actor. Mean- his name. <laughs> it's his character. T'Challa's name. T'Challa. So uh, she played T- uh, T'Challa's mother in Black Panther. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Marvel. Or she also played Amanda Waller in the Green Lantern movie. Oh. I have to confess, I don't remember her in the Green Lantern movie, but I thought she was stellar in Black Panther. So I'll just give her to Marvel. Okay. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. We got her as either uh, Janet Van Dyne of Ant-Man and Wasp or Catwoman in DC's Batman Returns. Huh. Um. Gosh. That is slightly tougher. You know what? I I mean, I was only two when Batman Returns came out, but I, I remember watching it as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And uh, she got a lot more screen time in that movie than she did in Ant Man and the Wasp. So uh, you know, for for the sake of, of teenage Joe, I'm going to give it to uh, to DC. DC, okay. Uh, which also, I completely blanked as Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie. So doing this, that's kind of like, oh fuck, that's really that's true, don't you think? Because I mean, really? fucking Batman Returns, what early nineties? Ninety two, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to pass on this one. Mm, I'm gonna pass on that one. Uh, gonna pass on that one. Gonna pass on that one. Uh, maybe. Okay, let's try this one. Um, J.K. Simmons. Oh, nice. All right. Play J. Jonah J- Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Three, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, from Marvel, uh, and then DC Commissioner Jim Gordon in Justice League. Oh, I forgot he played that in the Justice League. Look, I love J.K. Simmons in literally everything he does. Uh, but it's, I like, it's his voice, right? It's, it's, it's just the voice. way like he does this shit. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, he look. also uh, he is J. Jonah Jameson to me. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone else can play the role. Um, even like he in in the uh, the Sam Raimi Spider Man, he looks like the J Jonah Jameson from the cartoon. 
And the comics, for that matter. So I, I think he nailed it. I, I think that's what it's got to be. All right. So you're going with Marvel. Yep. Okay. Uh, Tom Hardy. We got uh, DC's Bane from The Dark Knight Rises, or we got Marvel, uh, Marvel's Venom from the movie Venom. Yes. Sorry. For some reason, because it's owned by Sony, I forgot that it wasn't DC. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I haven't seen Venom. Uh, I think he looks really good in that role. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have seen Bane, and uh, if you look, if you listen to uh, every Bane that's been done since, he is as iconic for that role as uh, as Heath Ledger is for the Joker. So I I got to give it to Bane in DC. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, well, it's even like with Christian Bale and Batman. Like, no one really did like that raspy fucking voice until he did it. And the Ben Affleck started doing it. I don't know if Pattinson's doing it. I think but, he is. Uh, uh, listening to the uh, the trailer, I think he I think he yeah. does. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Holly Berry. Uh, she, she played uh, Catwoman in the DC's Catwoman. And she also played Storm in Marvel's X Men, X Men Two. Uh, I'm sorry, X-Men, X2, X-Men, The Last Stand, X-Men, Days of Future Past. Yeah. I, uh, I liked her as Catwoman for the same reason I liked Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Uh, but I've got to give her to, uh, I've got to give it to Storm. I, I thought she was excellent as Storm. Um, I, I think that one of the reasons I loved those movies so much was because she did such a good job as that character. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I'm not gonna do that one. No. Um. Okay, let's try this one. Uh, you saw Dark Knight Rises. Yes. So you okay? So we got uh we got John Metalson. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but he played Talos in Captain America. Uh, for Marvel or in DC, he was John Daggett in The Dark Knight Rises. I don't remember who John Daggett is. We could pass. If you want to pass, we could pass. Yeah, let's pass. Okay. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. We got him as Colonel Chester Phillips in Captain America, the first Avenger for Marvel, or Two-Face in Batman Forever of DC. Oh, man. Um, I, <laughs> uh, I think I got to have him be Two-Face because I remember him in that role better than I remember him in Captain America. In Captain America, he's just playing the role he always plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's not a character that, like, you think of when you think of Captain America. But when you think of Two-Face, you know, I, I think he, he's yeah. definitely up there as a face you can picture. Uh, yep. Two of them, really. Um, <laughs> I also think of the story of uh, of how much he hated Jim Carrey. Really? I didn't hear yeah, that. Well, like, Jim, Jim Carrey would try to, like, interact with him outside of the set. And he was not having it. I tried to buy him lunch one time, and he just was like, I fucking hate you. Please leave me alone. That is awesome. (laughs) This Uh, thing is very funny. We got Randall Park, played Jimmy Woo in Ant-Man vs. the Wasp. Uh, But he also played Dr. Stephen Shin in Aquaman. Would you believe I haven't seen Aquaman yet? What? What's stopping yeah. you? I just haven't done it. I don't know. Did you watch, Did you see Wonder Woman? Uh, I saw the first one. Uh, the second one I found unwatchable. Yeah, but you seen it? Did you Did you like the first one? 
the first Wonder Woman? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, Aquaman's better. I believe that. It's so fucking good. Even with that, uh, even with that man beater, uh, fucking woman in there. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, back Johnny Depp. God, yeah. poor, poor, yeah. poor Depp. Poor, Honestly, poor uh, uh, I just want to give it to Randall Park, but uh, I, I really like, I really like him as Jimmy Woo. I enjoyed him in Ant Man, and uh, I also liked him in, in when he showed up in one, uh, WandaVision. Well, it's your call. We could either pass on this one because you didn't see Aquaman, or we could just give it to him for Ant Man just because. It's your call. I'll man. just give it to him for Ant Man just because. That's fine with me. Yeah. Great. I, I like him. He has that comedic relief in Ant Man vs. Watts that's just entertaining. When yeah. he actually wants to learn how to do the trick and shit, and he learned how to do it. Right? Yeah, because I, I think he said in WandaVision, he was like doing card tricks in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome why they tied all this shit together. Yeah, I really want a show, and and this is part of it too. E- even after seeing, uh, I haven't seen Aquaman, but I can I can picture a world where I've seen Aquaman and don't want a show about his character, but mm-hmm. I do want a spinoff show with him and that girl from uh, uh, Thor, the the one he the one he makes friends with in, in WandaVision. I can't remember her name. She's also I think in uh, I don't know what is the name of that show. The Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three or whatever. The fuck are you talking about Kat Bennings? Yeah, is that, is that her name? You talking about the girl from Two Broke Girls? Oh, Two Broke Girls, yeah, sorry. I confuse I sitcoms <laughs> I don't watch. Yeah, Kat Dennings? Yeah. Yeah, him and yeah. I want I want a spin-off with him and Kat Dennings. That'd be cool. Right? Uh yeah. Have you seen Howard the Duck? The old movie? I have not. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna pass on Tim Robbins. Uh, did you watch Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. Did you watch Smallville? Uh, not really. Okay, so we're going to pass that one. Uh, I don't know if that gets past him. We'll pass on him. We'll pass on him. Uh, okay, Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, Kingpin and Daredevil or Kilowog and Green Lantern? Well... Uh, I didn't realize that was him and Green Lantern, so I've got to give it to I've got to give it to him as uh, as Kingpin. Now, I'm assuming when they see Daredevil, we're talking about the Ben. I've never seen the Ben Affleck movies. So I take it. Yeah, it's the Ben Affleck about. one. Okay, cool. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. By the way, God, yeah, I always forget that too. Such a great actor. Seriously, he's freaking fantastic. Right. Uh, William Defoe. Uh, Green Goblin and Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, or Nuitas Volko in DC's Justice League and Aquaman? Uh, I, I haven't seen Aquaman. Um, I feel like he was probably really good in it, though. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and give it to Marvel because, uh, I mean, he was good enough as the Green Goblin that he, I believe, came back for this uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. I, so, I, believe, I believe I believe that is correct. I can't see that fucking movie. I know. Me too. I haven't seen it either. It's embarrassing. Uh, I'll pass on that one. I'll pass on that one. I'll pass on that one. You see a TV show Gotham? No, I haven't. Okay, I'll pass on that one. Uh, do you see a TV show Arrow? Yes. Okay. 
Kelly Hugh as Lady Deathstrike in X2, or China White in the TV show Arrow? Gosh, I don't even remember her from that. This one, we could pass. Yeah, let's pass. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, how about Neil McDonoghue? He played Dum Dum Dugan in Captain America First Avenger, Agent Carter, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the soldier with the uh, boulder hat and the mustache? Yeah. Or Damien Dark in TV shows Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow? Play Damien Dark. Sorry, I just got to see a picture real quick. Oh, oh, my God, he did. He did. Oh, man, he was so good in that role. Uh, Boba, Dum Dum Dugan was so good, too. Uh, man, this one's this one's the closest one for me, I think. Right, who uh, thought that Dum Dum Dugan was the was the one that made it difficult? Right. Well, I just he's so he's so good as Dum Dum Dugan. I, I, right. I he's iconic. I almost and just bought a bowler hat because of him. Right. And it's across three different episodes or three yeah. different TV shows, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, I, I guess I guess he did do two of them in DC. That is tough. I'm going to give it to DC. Because, okay. like you said, he did it over three shows, or two shows. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll pass on that one. Wait, was he in Agent Carter, though? He was. He was in three of them in Marvel, two of them in DC. Dang. He was Captain America's movie, the TV show Agent Carter, and the TV show Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Gotcha. Oh, man, based on my fake math, i got to give it to... Marvel, man. <laughs> it's all how you feel, man. Yeah. Well, okay, I feel he was really... I feel that as Damian Dark, he was more himself, so... Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, just, just, uh, yeah, I'll pass on that one. Did you watch uh, Smallville? No. Okay, so I'll pass on that one. Um, I'll okay. pass on that one. Mm, we'll pass on that one. Pass on that one. Pass on that one. I feel like that's three in a row. Do we want to just move to Batman? What's that? We only got five more. Oh, we I'm, at 40, I'm at 45 and 50. Oh, Give my God. I didn't know that. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. No, we skipped a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. You remember? Uh, okay, we'll do the, This one should be easy. Uh, you saw The Flash and Legend of Tomorrow and those TV shows? Yeah, uh, I haven't seen Legend of Tomorrow, but I have seen Flash. Remember Heatwave, the villain, uh, Heatwave? Uh, the flamethrower gun? Probably. I'm going to look at a picture. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay, so Dominic Purcell, he played Drake in Blade Trinity. He also played Heatwave in The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. A lot of Blade Trinity crossovers. Mm-hmm. I thought that was weird, too. Huh. Well, I honestly don't remember him in Blade. Or, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to uh, I'm gonna give it to DC, because I thought he was excellent as Heatwave. Okay. Uh, you say you didn't watch Gotham, right? Correct. Okay. Well, fun fact, uh, Donald Logue, he was in Blade, and he was also in Gotham. 
Uh, I don't know. If this one's not. This one's not worth it. All right. Um, Michael Reed McKay. You played J- Jason Stryker, Stryker's son in X Two. Remember the the kid in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. He also played Antonio Diego, who turned into Bane in Batman and Robin. I don't know if I've seen that Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin with Poison Ivy and Bane and George Clooney, who was Batman. And No, you know what? I just realized I don't think I've ever seen that one. Well, well okay, we're going to pass on it then. We're it's shocking to me. I just, I, I'm looking at these pictures of him and going, huh, I've never seen this before in my life. Oh, no, was, no, Batman and Robin. Yeah, okay, no, Mike, yeah, because uh, that wasn't the one was Mr. Freeze, and it was it. Yeah, it was. Mm. With our Schwarzenegger? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, okay, and, uh, that's it. Cool. That's all of them, man. So, uh, yeah. Marvel 1, 97. Congrats. Nice. Yeah. That figures. I'm kind of a Marvel fan. Well, Marvel's better. Yeah, that's true. Is that Peacemaker is probably one of the greatest, uh, comic-related TV shows out there. Fucking phenomenal. Agreed. DC is better at animated also. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you never take away from Justice League or Batman. Yeah. Uh, Batman Beyond, fuck that, though. No, not Ben. No, I like Batman Beyond, but I like the original better. Nobody likes Batman Beyond. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. All right, Joe. Let's wrap up this show with uh, I'm going to give you the actors who portrayed Batman at one point or another. We're going to recast him on who you think uh, he they should be in a Marvel sense. Uh, I'll do the same thing, so I'll partake in this. Uh, like I said, it's a list of ten. We're only going to do eight of them. But just to give credit where credit's due, there were two other people who portrayed Batman that aren't going to be in this. That was uh, Lewis G. Wilson. Uh, he, he was the first and youngest actor to ever play Batman, uh, who played the adult Batman. He was also the least successful at 23, The Unknown Thespian, Don the Cape, and the Cow in a 15 part 1943 Colombian series, Batman. Wow. Um, the other one was Robert Lowry. Uh, he took over the role um, in a follow up series in 1949, Batman and Robin. Unlike Lewis, Lowry, 36 at the time, was a veteran actor having already appeared in The Mark of Zorro, The Mummy's Ghost, and Dangerous Passage. So he also felt the suit out better, which I think is just rude to say, but whatever. <laughs> sure. Oh, poor guy. But yeah, I know if you ever get a chance, look up a Lewis G. Wilson Batman. Ugh. Bad. Oh, gross. It is just, it is just awful. But we're going to start with the most probably well-known one, and that's Adam West. <clears throat> the man logging the most hours in a bat cave, of course, was William West Anderson. Who's known better as Adam West? <clears throat> Either you love him for his goofy charm or you hate him for his blemishing uh, the Bat's image for several decades. His campy, over-the-top portrayal of Gotham's Guardian infiltrated in nearly every medium, including a 1966 movie and several animated series. I love Adam West. Yeah. Now, are we, are we casting him uh, as he was when he played Batman? Or well, he's, he was, he's dead now. So, in, on his in his most recent 
Uh, screen appearances is what I was trying to say. Tell you what, Joe, you tell me which era, and then you give me someone you want him to be. Gotcha. I gotta think about it. That's fun, man. So many, Take your time. So many, yeah, so many good Marvel characters is part of the problem. Yeah, and that's it. I didn't want to just limit it to just Avengers. So, I mean, if you like, I, I wouldn't mind. I, I, I'll go first for this one, if you're okay with yeah, it. Yeah, please do. Okay, so, um, I would pick his later years uh, when he's more of an elder guy, and I go General Ross. Oh, Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. Um, I would love to see Adam West and see what he could do with, like, more of, like, a... Um, I want. I don't want to say villainous, but to take a wrestling to take a wrestling term, a heel. You know, yeah. a strict a strict by the rules guy, not a villain, but just like a you know Godfather rules. And I think General Ross kind of like is right there as like one of the older uh, people. Yeah, I feel like along those same lines, uh, he. I, I would have loved to have seen him as um, uh, Hank Pym. Yes. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'd be really good as Hank Pym. I also think he'd be good as um, uh, Tony Stark's dad. Oh, Howard. Yeah, Howard Stark. Now you're talking about like Howard Stark in like the Captain America movies or later on? Like, I I feel like uh, they probably could have used footage from his time as Batman Mm -hmm. to deep fake him. Into the uh, the early film, uh, yeah, in Captain America, and then gotcha. uh, just have him play his older self in in all the other later ones. Gotcha. Another one he probably could have done. <clears throat> this this is just thinking way way out of the box, and I can't remember the guy's name. You might remember um, the guy who stole all the vibranium from Wakanda. Yeah, I can't claw. Something like that, yeah. Claude Claw. Whatever, whatever, something like yeah. that, yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool, too. Um, Ooh, you know what? Fucking Yondu. Yondu. He might be a good Yondu. Yeah, or even, or even an Ego. He could have been fucking Ego. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to stick with General Ross, though. I'm going to go General Ross. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's I'm my thinking, first choice. I, I think Hank Pym, for, the, for me. I, I agree. Excellent. All right, uh, Michael Keaton. Uh when director Tim Burton, who, like, Dozer was not a fan of the comic, blah, 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 Michael Keaton was announced in 1989's Batman. Fans went bat shit crazy. Thinking <laughs> 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 their beloved superhero was going to get the Adam West treatment again. Keaton's casting caused such a controversy that 50,000 protest letters were sent to Warner Brothers offices. In an effort to appease the naysayers, Batman co-creator Bob Kane was hired as the film's creative consultant. And in the case you're curious, here is Keaton Affleck. Oh my god, what the fuck happened? Why, why do fucking pages load and change? Oh, I don't fucking know. Board? I hate it. I hate it. So um, much. I don't care about those. Uh, Other Hollywood stars considered for the role of Batman included Mel Gibson, Kevin Costner, Charlie Sheen, Pierce Bronson, Tom Selleck, and Bill Murray. But producers John Peters said he cast Keaton because the image of Batman is a big male model type. I wanted a guy who's a real person who happens to put on this weird armor. A guy who's funny and scary. Keaton's both. He's got the explosive, insane side. Um, I couldn't imagine, like, uh, fucking Tom Selleck or uh, Bill Murray being Batman. But you know what? Pierce Bronson, not that bad of an idea. 
Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Mel Gibson might be a little uh, weird out there. Kevin Costner probably would have been a good one. I still think the voice would have been there. And Charlie mm-hmm. Sheen, even though back at that time, I think it was too comedic and shit to really kind of like be there. Yeah. But we are talking about uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, so, uh, Joe, uh, who, who you got for Michael Keaton? I think uh, he'd have been a great Obadiah Stane in Iron Man 1. Ooh, the villain? Instead of Jeff Bridges, I, I think he could have done it really well. Okay. Yeah. For kind of the same reason that, that he was listed there for the Batman. I think he's got that that easy, humorous side and also that deadly, maniacal side. Okay. Um, I was thinking Banner. Ooh. Like Bruce? Bruce? Like yeah, Hulk? Like yeah. 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 I like that. Right? I mean, like, because I know, because when I think of Banner, I think of, like, he he's a charming guy. He's a good-looking guy, but he has, like, a ruggedness to him. Yeah, and he's hot. Right. You know, you know what he'd be good at, though? Fucking Vulture. Yeah, right? I thought about saying that. Right. But, I don't know, for some reason when I saw him, for some reason I saw fucking uh, Bruce Banner. I was like, okay. Um, Bell Kilmer. Uh, when Batman franchises were turned over to director Joel Schumacher, Keaton decided not to return. Daniel Day-Lewis, Ralph Finesse, William Baldwin, and Johnny Depp were reportedly considered as replacements, but the job was won by Val Kilmer, probably the most forgettable of the modern Batmans. Go ahead, try to remember. See, you can't. Nonsense. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, so Schumacher became interested in Kilmer in 1995's Batman Forever. Um... After seeing him in Tombstone, in which he played Doc Holliday, who Adam West also portrayed in a movie before he did the Batman TV shows, Comor allegedly accepted the role without even reading the script or knowing who the new director was. Schumacher quickly learned who Kilmer was, though, and the two clashed on the set. Schumacher later described Kilmer as childish and impossible, claiming that he fought with various crewmen and refused to speak to him for two weeks after the director asked his star to stop behaving rudely. Jeez. Yeah. Ugh. So, I guess there's a lot of problems on the Batman forever. That was one with Two Face and uh, Rizzler, so I guess Kilmer and Carrie weren't really uh cast yeah. favorite. I guess not. But, no, Kilmer, if I had a pick, and I'm just trying to think of like how he was then. Yeah. Um, if I went Big Star, <clears throat> I would go with like Thor. I think he'd be like a good Thor. He has like that kind of like, like a slightly chiseled face. But yeah. it's, a, it's the it's the hair thing for me. It's like, okay. I can see him being a Thor. Um, the other one that I was thinking, and uh, I can't remember his fucking name, but uh, it was um, it was Mickey Rourke's character in. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, Whiplash. Whiplash, yes. I think mean, you would have been a great Whiplash. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's work. I think work did a great job for it. I am a huge oh, fan absolutely. of work. But uh yeah, I think I think Kilmer could definitely pull that character off too. Yeah. I do agree with that. Uh I actually think if you had young Val Kilmer, I think he'd be a great Tony Stark or Star Lord. Hmm. Ooh, Star Lord. Uh, although Tony Stark is my my choice though between the two. Um okay. But uh, older Val Kilmer, I, I agree. I think he could also do like a, a whiplash, but you know, like he—it's it's his return tour kind of guy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that he would be a good ego. Ego, I like. Yeah, if he if he got his got himself back into good shape and stuff, I can see that. And it's funny so, because the guy who did play ego co-starred in Tombstone. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Full circle. He also played in Bone Tomahawk, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> Uh, we got George Clooney as the next one. George Clooney's movie career was just taken off when he was cast in 97 Batman and Robin, with his breakthrough performance coming just a year before the Quentin Tarantino's From Dust Till Dawn. Producers probably felt they pulled off a major coup, landing the soon-to-be mega movie star. Those producers, along with Clooney, may regret that decision now. Batman and Robin was a disaster. Riff with uh, homoeroticism, camp, and those infamous bat nipples. <laughs> That's all I remember about the Clooney Batman. Clooney movie. once joked that he helped that he helped to kill the franchise. Okay, so we got George Clooney. Um, who, who, who are you thinking for Clooney? Uh, gosh, you know what? First thought, best thought. I actually would would figure him for Thor. Okay. I think he I think he would have been a good Thor. I think he's got that like goofy cluelessness. Yeah. Uh I, I think that that would be really funny for Thor. Yeah. I'm almost there with you. Except I was thinking more Odin. That's fair. I can see that. I, I'm I'm thinking older Clooney. Yeah. Now if I look at if I look at younger Clooney, maybe Ant Man. But mm-hmm. um if I if I look at him like as today, I would see like the older, um, the older uh, kind of a uh, character, and for some reason Odin sticks out to me. But definitely, yeah. definitely one of those like mega power kind of guys. Yeah, I could also see him as um, uh, voicing Jarvis, mm-hmm. and then playing oh. Vision. Ooh, Vision, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking Kilmore could have been Vision, but you know, I think I like Clooney better. Oh. That's not a bad choice either. I like that. Yeah. This one uh, I'm interested about. Uh, Christian Bale. Between Adam West and George Clooney, Batman seemed destined to remain a joke, at least with it came to live-action adaptations. Then came along Christopher Nolan, the memento, memento and insomnia director, was given the reins, and he planned to reinvent the franchise, finally making The Dark Knight. Among the early candidates for the Batman Bruce Wayne role were Billy Crudup, Crudup, whatever, Jake Gyllenhaal, Joshua Jackson, Heath Ledger, and Cillian uh, Murphy. But Nolan ultimately chose Christian Bale, explaining that he has exactly the balance of darkness and light that we were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, American Psycho, probably one of my favorite Christian Bale movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... Christian Bale. I want to say Stark, but you know what? I think that would be too easy. I think Stark right, would just a little be on the too nose. easy. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I could think of a villain. Like, I think, I think he'd be a good villain for something. Uh, the worst thing is that all the Marvel villains, like, disappear after a, a movie. They don't really return. Except for Mysterio. I think I would like him as Mysterio. I think he has like that nutty fucking uh like mindset to him 
to where like he'll betray your best he'll he'll portray you being your best friend and then once you get control of uh the sunglasses or the glasses is where the evil comes out. I so like kinda like kinda like what we said with Christian Bale gave you that dark and light, I think as Mysterio, I think I right there. That's my pick, Mysterio. Yeah. I think almost for the same reason, uh I think he'd make a fantastic Doctor Strange. Oh, geez, there we go. The next one is my Doctor Strange pick. I'll just tell you right now. All right. But uh, the next one's Will Arnett. I always uh, forget that Will Arnett played Batman. He was Lego Batman. I did, too. I did, too, until he popped up in his list. <laughs> uh, with any other actor in the role, the presence of Batman in the 2013 Cinemax Smash, the Lego movie, could easily have become the sort of performance that gets neglected from lists like this. However, Arrested Development star Will Arnett brought some comedy magic to the role and landed his own spinoff movie as a result. It helped that movie came, it helped that this movie came at the per- perfect time in Batman's busy cinema schedule long enough after The Dark Knight Rises for lampooning of Bale's gruff Batman and to be entirely welcome and far enough from Batman vs. Superman Donald Justice that our next new iteration didn't get lost in all the hype of Ben Affleck's debut. So obviously, like I said, this one, uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, Doctor Strange. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, gosh, who was it for me? Um, boy, there's there's so many things I could see him as. Uh, I think that I would want him as the Hulk. Okay, so Banner. Yeah, Bruce Banner. I think that would be okay. fun. Uh, so I also be- think Hawkeye would be interesting. But I think Banner. I think Banner is my... My choice. You know, it's funny that you mentioned Hawkeye, because I was going to ask you if it would be okay if I could change one of my picks to Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, sure. Kilmer. Oh, Kilmer would be a good Hawkeye. I like that. I think Kilmer would be a great Hawkeye. But, yeah, I, I could see I could see why I'm not doing, like, a Hawkeye. The thing is, like, he has, like, that body that you see drawn into comic books. Right? Like, 100%. I mean, he yeah, could fucking be a great looking guy. Yeah, he can be Groot. You can avoid that. What's up? Just what a tremendous use and waste of his talent. <laughs> hey, if you want to keep the voice acting, he could have been Rocket Raccoon. That's true. Oh, he'd have been yeah. great Rocket Raccoon. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, at least as good as uh, Bradley Cooper. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, ben Affleck, as often said, the history repeats itself. So it did when Ben Affleck was cast as the role of Batman for Zack Snyder's controversial Batman for Superman, Donald Justice. Affleck was fresh off of seeing his third directorial effort, Argo, win Best Picture of the Academy Award, cementing one of the most grandiose career comebacks in Hollywood history. He also was in the midst of filming Garden Girl with the legendary uh, auteur Dave Fincher at the helm. Nevertheless, fans went uh, apoplectic. Apoplectic. What does that mean? Uh, Like they were really, really excited. Oh. That the star of notorious flops like Geely and Jersey Shores was now the bat, the Jersey girl, was now the bat fleck. The fact he appeared in a mediocre Daredevil movie in 2003 likely did him no favors. 
So, uh, Ben Affleck, what are you thinking? Hmm. Like, the easy answer is Iron Man, right? Because he basically was that in Dawn of Justice. Uh, um, yes. I thought, I, again, I thought Iron Man, too easy. But I do have one. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, a more difficult one for him. Uh, trying, I'm trying to remember all of the Marvel movies that have come out in the last year. That's, See, that's the thing. There's just so many. Last 20 years, yeah. 10, 10 11 mm-hmm. years, whatever it is. Um, there's, there's a lot. And the thing, too, is like, you know, you, when you sit there and you, you take Ben Affleck, like you take young Ben Affleck, you take old Ben Affleck, I mean, there's mm-hmm. choices. Honestly, in my mind, I just think of, I thought of a different one for old fucking Val Kilmer. Oh, nice. Yeah, who, you got, who, you got, who you got for Affleck? The easiest the one the I Red could, Guardian? Yeah. Red Guardian, yeah. Uh, the easiest one I thought of, like, he'd be a great fucking Captain America. Oh, yeah. But, but like you said, like, I, mean, I don't want to give the easy one because there's so many characters out there. Like, like what else could you choose? I mean, he would yeah, have been the, uh, Loki. He could have been an okay Loki. Loki, yeah. I, I, he'd be a great fucking Loki. Yeah. Um, if you really wanted to do it, and they, 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 you know, based on CGI and stuff like that, I mean, he wouldn't be a bad Thanos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, it, it, the thing is, like, it's all how you want to perceive the fucking character. And once you think of a different, like, time like time in his life or a different, like, perception of how he's going to go about the character, like, it could change fucking everything. Even if you want to change the characters, obviously, you know, Marvel, like, will kind of alter how a character is, you know? I mean, he Ben Affleck could have played Nick Fury. Absolutely. You no, know, he, he could have been Star-Lord. Hell, he could have been the fucking Collector. It just all depends on how you want to, like, you know, yeah, look at him. The Collector would be good. I like that. I think the Collector would be great. Uh, last one is Robert Pattinson. Uh, like I said, the movie came out March 2nd. Uh, for Reeves' movie, it's it'll be Robert Pattinson wearing the cow. Cowl. Perhaps best known for his roles as the Vampire Edward in the YA series Twilight and as Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Patson made quite the name for himself since then with starring roles in indie films such as Lighthouse, Cosmopolis, whatever, and uh, High Life. Haven't seen any of those. <laughs> that and I know he's got some serious acting chops, but I just haven't seen him. He's, he's definitely a good actor. He's still mm-hmm. young too, so it's like, you know, how do you how do you depict what he could be as like an older character? Mm-hmm. If I had to pick, um, I'd probably go like maybe like a Winter Soldier. Yes, yes, that's it. I mm-hmm. I don't have I don't I have no rebuttal. That's the right role. I I couldn't think of anything else. Right. I mean, like the thing is too is like. He has, he has like, he shows that he showed the childish look how Bucky was before he became the Winter Soldier. But when you take like the intensity he put into Edward Cullen, that's what the Winter Soldier was. Right. I think I think it'd be a great role for him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, so. I think he nailed it. All right. uh, Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? Um, I am. Uh, today, today was a really nice day. 
Um, weather-wise or good weather-wise? Okay, weather-wise. Gotcha. It was a really nice day. It was it was sunny. It was relatively warm. I drove around with the air conditioning on instead of the heat. Um, hmm. I'm I'm just I'm really thinking about spring and uh, uh, warm weather and having a beer outside and gardening and just all of the things that that are nice about the weather changing. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's it's exciting it's exciting to watch it warm up and everything and the thing is like with and I, I mentioned numerous times on this show obviously like my workload like sucks uh, right now so it, it just sucks to have like such these nice days and I'm stuck at work and everything like even with mm-hmm. today like it was such a nice day but because I you know because my work schedule on opposite either side of this day you know it's I got focused on getting rest even though we're doing anything else. Um, but the one thing I am excited about that's coming up is the fact that because the weather's getting nicer, that means it's going to be a, uh, we're going to be able to get uh, started scheduling the cemetery uh, vlogs too. So. Yeah, true. So I'm, I'm really excited about those. But that's not what I'm uh, freaking on this week. What are you freaking thinking about? Fucking Modern Family is probably one of the greatest TV shows fucking ever. Hundred percent. It's so funny. I. I, I, I'm, I'm upset with myself that I didn't start watching it until recent. Um, and, I, you know, and I should have. I love Ed O'Neill. I think he was great at fucking Al Bundy. I loved him in uh, Little Giants in the movie Dutch. Great fucking actor. And realistically, mm-hmm. in real life, great fucking guy. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, like, every time I thought about Modern Family, I, like, I just don't think that's something I'm going to be into. It's just like, it just seems too, like, almost like family showish. But in reality... It's if you're a fan of The Office or a fan of Parks and Rec, um, they're gonna love Modern Family. And the thing was, I never knew that they were related. Like these, all these families were related to each other at one point or another. I just didn't understand how they all kind of clicked together. Right. Um, but yeah, I started watching it. They have eleven seasons. It's all on Peacock. So I started from episode one, and it dawned on me because I'm like, because I've seen a lot of the like, uh, little clips from uh, different shows and stuff on, like, TikTok and Facebook and stuff like that. And these these fucking uh, characters and these kids grow up through the fucking episode. So you got Manny, who starts the show at, like, 9, 10 years old, and when the show ends, he's fucking 21, 22. Dang, that's true. I mean, so I'm like, I'm like this is fucking incredible. So uh, I'm only in season two right now. And like I said, I, I'm loving it. I am binging the fuck out of it. Every every free moment I have, I'm watching the fucking show because I want to. I'm like, I mean, okay, I got nearly 200 fucking episodes I gotta get through, and it's gonna suck when it ends. But when it does, I'm gonna watch fucking Married with Children. I don't need a kick, man. Nice, very nice. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But our show doesn't last very long. It's only about an hour, sometimes a little bit over. And I know that's not enough for our listeners out there. I know they're thinking to themselves, I need more Cartoon Joe. Well, Joe, if they need more Cartoon Joe, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Excellent. Guys, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, we are creating a Discord for FreakNet Studios, so keep an eye out for that. Once we get it all set up, figure out what we want to do with it, 
We will start sending out invites. We'll set up the link and everything on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure you're following us at this freaking show on all three platforms to find out where that link's going to be available. Um, Joe's going to have to explain to me exactly what Discord is and how we could use it to get more content out to you guys. Um, I know it's like there's like chat rooms and shit you create. We'll focus on that too. I know Patreon's been a big thing. I know there's going to be one day where we're going to sit down and we're going to have what you call a conference meeting um, and figure everything out to get this freaking show up and running. It's just been really hectic with work right now, but if I can find a day where I have like two days off in a row, then me and Joe will have our board meeting. We'll get Patreon set up. We'll get Discord set up. And we'll start getting the content out to you guys so we can make Freaknet Studios what we promised you it was going to be a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But until then, make sure you listen to our show when it is released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM, or just ask your Alexa app to play the most recent show of this freaking show. That's all I got, guys. So, as always, I am Travis And I encourage you and Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>